0: This is the Patriot Radio News Hour brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. For all your gold and silver buying needs, call them at 1 800 951 0592 or log on to allamericangold.com. Broadcast for Wednesday, February the 24th, 2016. Hey, good morning and welcome. It's the Patriot Radio News Hour. Investing in your future, is it the right thing to do? Well, people listen to this show and they tune in to get that information. What do we do? The physical delivery of gold and silver, and it's as simple as giving us a call at one 800 i am going to tell you, the lovely Wendy's going to be there to take your call, answer your questions. Just be nice to you, or you can go check us out at allamericangold.com. Not only can you look at the products and order online, but you can get the news to disturb the comfortable where we don't tell you what to think, but we certainly give you something to think about. My name is Homer Lopez. I am your host, and I will tell you that this show is brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group and its owner, Joe Quint, the CEO, the master of research. I tell you, he spends too much time online perusing, reading big, thick books about what's happened to our economy, what's happened to gold and then he delivers all of this information, what we call delivering economics with attitude. Joe, how are you this hump day?
1: Happy hump day. It's
0: a hump day, man.
1: Congratulations to all of you that have been smart enough to take advantage of the what I'll just say is the grossly underpriced gold and silver uh gold shop getting ready to Close at the highest level possibly of the year today. Uh, Right now, gold's up $27, $1,250 silver uh, along for the ride. It's up over 25 cents to the ounce this morning, $15.50. The Dow is down several hundred points as we've got two different data points that did not go the way the markets were hoping for, and we're we're gonna break that down. The biggest one, the one that they keep telling us was the reason why we don't need manufacturing in America anymore. The service sector PMI went negative this morning, caught the markets totally off guard. Uh, That sent uh, even more pressure. The Dow was already going to open lower this morning, put more pressure on that, and oil was down, uh, which started it all, and then the PMI came out negative, and then new home sales. Big miss on new home sales, Uh, something like 9.2% down. But, you know, you can have that. You know, you can have some swings, so... that, that was a big number, you know, to be down over 9% month on month. That's a, a, a bit of a concern, but I'll say this. December, was a, th- there was a big increase in December, so I was kind of expecting that. But what we weren't expecting was the price that people paid for a new home dropped big. Dramatically? Big drop. About, about $20,000 left. Uh, new homes were approaching 300000 And they said that in January, we only coughed up 278000 for a new home. And, and that really kind of uh, got everybody wondering, is that guy with, with attitude, is he right again?
0: Well, you know, I've got to tell you, the fact that the PMI did not meet expectation, listen, they're not meteorologists, but there are all these guys, you know, that are on Wall Street predicting that things are going to be better. But they're saying it's going to be better than it is. And they have you buying stocks and all these other things, and, and it's not happening for them.
1: Well, he, here's what I'm going to point out. So you look at the service sector. This is the new economy, right? Everybody's a waitress, a bartender, a cashier, a greeter, whatever you want to say. Grandma is out there working.
0: I guess what? I saw somebody's grandma driving the city bus yesterday. There's no <laughs> job that they won't take.
1: Hey, bus driver, that's a tough job. I, I would, I'll tell you right now, you talk talking about a job
0: that I would not do that job. This particular bus, by the way, you were with I Because people are mean this to bus drivers. bus was one of those accordion buses well, that had extra, extra... I was in shock that this young lady of senior years was driving that big monstrosity. But you've got to pay like the
1: rent. You're one of those carnival people. I can guess your age within a, a few years. Is that what you're telling me? You could physically look at somebody and know how old they are
0: yes i can ballpark it all right i'm gonna tell you i can ballpark it i i just i mean I, I know what you're saying i hear where you're coming from but i'm just here to tell you yes i can i can ballpark it.
1: there you go all right well we got a great show lined up for you we're gonna uh peter Schiff had a a I don't know what you want to call it. He just wrote a a little piece about where we're headed in the economy. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about what J.P. Morgan really said about oil and why it is that it's upset the market so much. Then we're also going to dive into, uh, what was it, probably two or three weeks ago, I laid out the three scenarios that I thought were going to, to lay themselves out in 2016 and where gold was going to be headed we're going to touch upon that again because you know i hate to say it but but i think i'm going to be right again you don't, don't hate to say it. i don't you're, you're right you
0: love me <laughs> you are you love the i told you so'. you just don't stick in people's faces but then again you kind of do
1: so we're going to do all of that it's going to be a great show we are chasing Wendy is working on something. We may have one of those, another one of those great offers. And thank everybody so much that took advantage of that special yesterday. Uh, That was a really important special for us. And I want to thank all of our great listeners. And then, you know, hey, you got rewarded for it today. Patriot Radio News Hour. Don't touch that dot. Butter in the Biscuit, Patriot Radio News Hour, our toll-free number, 800 uh, If you're just joining us, gold's up $27 in change, $1,250 to the ounce, and we are just a couple of weeks away from From the next Federal Reserve meeting, Uh, you know, obviously most people not anticipating a rate hike. We're going to get to that. Uh, The other thing is we're probably a couple of weeks away from Sports Authority filing bankruptcy and closing hundreds of stores. Uh, But having said all of that, Peter Schiff. He wrote a a little column, and I wanted to share it all with you, operating under the mistaken belief, talking about the central bank, that a modest dose of inflation is either a prerequisite or a byproduct of economic growth. Right? And we've heard this now and I don't know how, how or when it changed, but I know Ben Bernanke and I know Janet Yellen both are, they, they, they want to set these rules that all of the textbooks have taught these people that if we have, and right now they're saying 2%. And of course, let's face it, when, whenever that doesn't work, they'll just change that number. But somehow, if we can just have Two percent inflation. That means we're doing a really good job, and that economic growth is right here, right around the corner. And, and of course, you got all the the talking heads, all the let's just call them the idiots out there. Oh yeah, yep yep, 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 yep. Yep, we can just get there. And they try to tell you how great this is. But they never actually, you know, and it's funny that they use the word inflation, right? Because, you know, inflation doesn't sound nearly as bad as what it really means, which is devaluation, right? If the Fed came out and said to you, hey, Joe Smucatelli. I'd, I'd like to devalue the money that's in your wallet by two percent. Is that okay with you? You okay with that? And you know what? I want to do that every single year. And right now, you know the the life—I don't know what the life expectancy of Joe Schmuckatelli is, but let's just say that that he's a really healthy guy, and and he's going to make it to to hundred. The Fed would hope in your 100 years that they would devalue your money by 200%. And this is their formula, or what they think the formula is, for economic prosperity. The nation's top economists have been assuring us for quite some time that inflation's going to stay very low until the currently mediocre economy finally starts catching fire. Right, and this is, you know, you you think about this, this is what they truly, I don't know if they believe it, but this is what they want us to believe. As a result, they believe that low inflation of the past few months, which has frustrated Federal Reserve policymakers who have been supposedly chopping at the bit to hike rates <laughs> that's another one of those things that they want you to do. they want to raise they want to raise rates really badly that in order to restore confidence in the present and to build the ability to cut rates in the future If the nation were to ever, God forbid, enter another recession. In the weeks leading up to the the Fed's December 16th rate hike, which, by the way, was the first time the Fed had hiked rates in nearly nine years. We had spent the last six years at zero. The consensus, especially on Wall Street, was that the Fed would deliver three or four additional rate hikes in 2016. But with the global markets now in turmoil, GDP slowing the stock market off to one of the worst starts in memory, a census has begun to emerge that the Fed is reluctantly out of the rate hiking business for the rest of the year, which brings me to the three scenarios that I laid out for you. This was going back, what was it, probably three weeks ago or so?
0: Yeah, I think something like
1: that. Something like that. The first scenario that I gave all of you was the Fed wasn't going to do anything. The Fed wasn't going to to hike rates. And I said, that's probably the best case scenario is that it won't be bad enough that they'll have to do anything. And right now we have gold at $1,250 this morning. We are a couple of weeks away from the Fed minutes. We've had a bunch of Fed governors come out, the ones that have votes because those are really the only ones that matter. The ones that actually have votes at the committee, at the meeting, have all come out and said, yeah, we're probably not going to do anything right now. We're a little confused. In that scenario, I had said to you that I thought, you know, probably $1,300 gold, maybe thirteen to $1,400 gold. I'm going to revise that. The Fed does nothing. I think we're looking at $1,400 gold. So I'm eliminating the lower end of that. Let's go back. to We're we're, going to update all three. So scenario number one, Fed does nothing. You're going to see $1,400 gold. Back to Peter Schiff. With such thoughts firmly entrenched, In other words, no rate hike. Many were largely caught off guard by the arrival last Friday, which was the 19th of February, of new inflation data from the Labor Department that saw an an increase in what they call the Core Consumer Price Index, the highest level in more than four years. The Reuters story that provided immediate reaction to the inflation data summed up the good feeling with a quote that read it is a policy makers dream come true they wanted more inflation and they got it but the higher inflation is not the dream come true in reality it's the feds worst Possible nightmare i will expose the error of their eight-year stimulus experiment and the fed's impotency in restoring health to the economy that is turned into a walking zombie addicted to cheap money well most economists still want to believe that the slowdown in gdp was either caused by the weather, right, we, 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 we love that one. That's their favorite one. It was the weather's fault. It was too hot. It was too cold. Nothing was just right. I guess maybe that's, you know, is this the economy that we have now? It has to be just right for anything to work. But, uh, You know, when you start thinking about if they have to be perfect. How much trouble are we really going to be in? And they said that, uh, or maybe it was confined to manufacturing. It's confined to oil prices or some kind of statistical fluke. That we will likely reverse in the current quarter. And that the stock market declines of 2016 have resulted from distresses import, uh, imported from abroad, right? It's China's fault. And much more likely trigger for all the developments can be found in the Fed's own policy. The Chinese, the, the Chinese economic deceleration, the market turmoil they say has made little impact on the United States, although U.S. markets relied, uh, rallied slightly in the days around the historic December rate hike, they began falling hard just days later and really haven't recovered. In truth, the markets and the economy have been walloped, not just by the quarter-point increase, but from the hangover of the withdrawal of QE3 and the anticipation of higher rates in 2016. The correlation between monetary tightening and economic deceleration is not accidental. Our stimulus, which was launched in the wake of the 08 crash, may have prevented a deeper contraction in the short term. But it also prevented the economy from purging the excesses of the artificial boom that preceded the crash. And this is kind of the thing that we're all talking about now. Because I've been saying it, and I know Peter Schiff's been saying it, they didn't fix anything. They want you to think they fixed it by printing a bunch of money. Right? And then wouldn't it be great if it was really just that easy? Oh, got a problem. I know what to do. Let's just print my own Problems fixed. Everybody, and this is the thing that they don't want to tell you. This is why you listen right here. They didn't fix it they didn't plan to fix it. That was never the goal, to fix it. I don't know if any of you saw uh, the new Minneapolis Fed chairman, Neil Kashkari. He was the guy that was in charge of the bailout. I don't know if you guys remember that. He's been writing. And now, I, you know, here's what I think is going to happen. I think he got called into Janet Yellen's office and got a little talking to because he's been writing about the fact that, hey, wait a minute. I've only been here like a month and I already can tell you all these too big to fail banks are still too big. All the all the things that you said were fixed, they're not fixed. And now he's starting to lead the campaign that maybe we should break up the bank. And, of course, really what does that mean? Hey, you know all the stuff, all the the correction that they tried to prevent? We need to go through it if we're ever going to fix it. And the realities are printing of all of that money didn't get us anything. Right, It didn't even give us 2,000 Dow points. And now we're sitting here and we're left to try to figure out what is going to happen next. Over the next two weeks, we're going to get enough data points to tell us that the Fed will not hike in March. And everyone's going to focus in on the meeting in June, which is two meetings from now, we're going to talk about that meeting when we return. Use words. Welcome Power. back, Patriot Radio News Hour. Our toll-free number eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. So, what did Peter Schiff mean when he said, "Hey, the Fed for the first time in a long time"? got a good, I guess, I don't know what else to call it. What they've been telling us is the inflation number they've been waiting for. Of course, what he was talking about was the whether it be deflation or even something worse, stagflation, because when you look at where the increase came in, it came in rent, They came in health care. Where didn't it come from? It didn't come from wages. Though they keep saying, that's going to happen. I'm going to tell you right now. It's been this way since I started in this business. It was this way when my uncle started in this business over 20, and really my uncle over 30 years ago. Jobs. Are the lagging indicator. They used to say that on television all the time. Now they would like us all to forget that. See, think about when an economy is is starts doing better. Retailers and people that and it doesn't even matter construction companies. Manufacturers. They don't hire people first and then wait for things to get better. Things get better and then they're like, oh, we need to hire somebody. Am I right, Homer? Sounds about right. Right? That's how it works. Hey, all of a sudden we got more business, we're going to need a few more people. The same thing happens when things start slowing down. Things start slowing down. They didn't fire people before they slow down. Right? It's after things have slowing they still oh oh the sales aren't so good. We may have to lay people off. Right? And as and as a small business owner, you know that feeling. And and you wait. And you hope that what? You hope things get better, and that way you don't have to do it, right? Well, the big companies, they don't care. Right? The, the, the Dow component companies, they're always looking to fire you, but I'm talking about the real economy, right? The guys that really lace them up every day. You know, whether they've got two or three employees or 20 or 30, They don't want to fire any of them. And they will wait as long as they can until they have to do it. And this is why employment has always been a lagging indicator. And this is one of the things that Peter Schiff was talking about. We're starting to get some inflation. But it's not the right kind of inflation, and it's actually going to make things worse because it does something that nobody wants to see, which is make everyday expenses that you have to have. You know, we used to say you got to have a roof over your head, right? Got to have one. Got to have one. How are you going to take care of your family if it costs more? You still got to pay for it. Most people got to have a car. The law of the land is you have to have car insurance. Now, thanks to the president, all of us have to have health insurance as well. Healthy or otherwise. Right? You know what used to be the health insurance of the 20 something I'm (laughs) 20-something! Right? That was their health insurance! Just being in your 20s. Right? Right? Everybody knows that. You're invincible. And so all of these things are taking away the money and the spending power of the consumer. So when you think about it, how about today? Best Buy announced layoffs. Sports Authority, I told you, we're a couple weeks away from them filing bankruptcy. We know about Macy's and Kohl's and Nordstrom's and Walmart. Today, Target missed earnings. That's not the American consumer that we know. We're shopaholics. But the reason is simple. Right. Remember that great tax cut you got with that cheap gas? I just got gas this morning. Twenty bucks to fill your car up? to fill up the Buick. Sweet days. And I mean, it was empty. I mean, the light was on, and I still drove to work with the light on the whole way because gas is cheaper where work where where I work than where I live. Well, that tells us a lot about you. Right. Twenty dollars and eighty four cents. I couldn't believe it. But the problem is the rents go up, the health care premiums went up. I mean, at least for me and my, my family, and some people email, oh, you got lucky. Our healthcare, Our health insurance over the last two years has gone up $200 a month in two years.
0: It's only getting worse. Right? That's not getting better. That's going to be worse. So think about this.
1: I fill up my car, because I don't drive a ton, but I fill it up twice a month. My my gas bill I'm paying half. Saving twenty bucks to fill up. You know what? Let's go crazy. Forty dollars to fill up. I saved sixty bucks filling up my car with gas. Problem is my health insurance went up two hundred bucks during the same time. And they can't figure it out. Really? They can't figure that out? They're that dumb that they can't figure that out? Is that what I need to believe? I need to believe that Janet Yellen is that uneducated that she can't do that kind of math. Of course they can. That's what Peter Schiff wrote about. That's called stagflation. Prices are rising. Not all prices, but the crippling ones are rising. And there's no money to be made. There's no real jobs out there. I gave you the jobs. You don't think Janet Yellen knows the only people finding work is grandma? I mean, really? I mean, I sit here today. I I did that article yesterday. According to the government's own data, since the financial crisis, the only category of worker that has increased is grandma. That's it. Okay, the Radio News Hour. Wendy just turned it in. We've got a great special coming. <laughs> okay, the Radio News Hour. Double J in the love. You know, it is amazing. We we don't see a recession coming. Really, you don't see the manufacturing index. You don't see that. You don't see the collapse of crude oil and energy in general. You don't see that. You don't see that the only one getting a job is grandma. We don't see that. And I find it amazing. You know, it's almost like you know what they you know you, you want They just want to stick their head in the sand and pretend it's not happening. And quite honestly, I think the reason is really simple. They don't know what to do because the textbook didn't say it was going to go like this.
0: So they don't know what to do. So they lie to themselves
1: about how I, we're I, doing. I'm just saying this is what they're saying. They don't see it. I just pointed out, I just pointed out, listen, I only pointed out three things. They don't see that? Now, today, their favorite thing, the service sector, is now negative? They don't see that? And this is where the big problem is. Scenario number one: No rate hikes. I'm telling you, $1,400. Now it's not because of any—you know—I'm some great mathematician. It's just because I already know, and I've told you: If gold closes above $1,300, it's going right to 14. Because gold dropped a hundred dollars in 2013 from $1,400 to $1,300. Actually it was thirteen ninety five to twelve ninety two in a single day. It's gonna fill that gap. It could be as early as the next two weeks when the Fed meets again. Then we talked about what if the Federal Reserve actually has to cut rates? They go back to zero. I just saw uh, today, two weeks ago, Bank of America said, hey, gold could hit 1550 one of the numbers I gave you. Today, one of the banks, I don't know if it was Citi or Deutsche or one of them, now saying, hey, gold 1440 If the Fed has to go back to zero even though inflation actually may be heating up
0: oh it's heating up
1: then you can easily see gold not only at that 1550 but if we close above 1600 going right to 1700 once again why oh yeah another one of those 100 point drops
0: can i add something here you know when people are looking at where's the inflation, where is it hitting you? It's in the simplest of places. Yesterday, my wife and I we stopped at Circle K. Did you know for the last i'm gonna say five years, and I mean this sells more than anything at Circle K, and that's your big soda. Your the the thirst, but it's not it's called a polar pop now, oh, just so you know no, I don't I called it a big gulp, and my kids made fun of me for a week. Okay. A ride, wolf, right. 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 they called the Polar Pop. They increased the price on those $0.11, cents. Okay, so they're at $0.90. Cents. They were at 79 okay. Uh Southwest Airlines, it's real simple. It doesn't look like much, but both ways, they increased their cost of individual flights by $5 a seat. Doesn't matter if you're coming and, or going. You, know, you don't even know. Latest. You
1: don't even know what the real price of a ticket is because but, they but, hit you with the baggage, this, B, and that. But
0: we're looking at. the the inflation happening right before your eyes. But you look at it and you go, "Oh, it's only a dime." Boy, how how much of a difference does that make at your convenience store? A dime per soda. Listen, that, you, 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 me, talk, like you can, wait, it people. went to
1: seventy-nine to ninety cents.
0: To ninety cents.
1: That's more. That's. What. 12, 13 percent?
0: Just like that. Just like that. Just like that. Their advertisement all, I mean, for the last five years, come get your soda. doesn't matter. What size you get? 79 cents. It just went up.
1: Today's special. We only have 35. 35 of these specials. And 35 each. They're two different ones. I have 35 $20 Liberties. They're $1,420. Gold's up $26 this morning. I'm going to do them at 1400 which is only $5 more than yesterday. I've got 35 of those. I have 35 $10 liberties, and I'll do those at $700. So you can hit one of each. you can buy only tens you can buy only twenties fourteen hundred dollars for twenty dollar liberties seven hundred dollars for ten dollar liberties. Unfortunately, I only have thirty five of each eight hundred nine five one. 0592, that is our toll free number. If you've never ordered before, but you're finally ready, it's really, really simple. You just call the toll free number and you say, I want the special. Today, Wendy will ask you, which one would you like? And you say, I want the 20s or I want the 10s. And when you do that, Wendy's going to say, Okay, great. How many would you like? 1, five, ten, whatever the number may be. She's going to give you a trade number that's going to lock you in. So if gold goes up another $30 tomorrow, you don't pay anymore. You're locked in. You determine how to pay for it. And once we have good funds, we ship the product to you, registered, insured, U.S. mail. It's that simple. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Final segment coming up. Final segment on a hump day. According to the Wall Street Journal, going into today, the three best performing, and this is stocks, bonds, commodities, the three best performing commodity, stock, currency, or bonds were lean hogs, gold, and silver. They were one, two, three. After today, gold is number one. Lean hogs is number two. Silver is number three. Followed by the Dow Jones. By the way, all of those are up double digits. The Dow Jones utilities and the S&P 500 telecom. The Japanese yen platinum those are your, your, your top performing items another than the, uh, a UK fund and a Hungarian I guess it's a fund, maybe it's a currency, I'm not really sure and the worst performers, natural gas gasoline the Shanghai, the Nikkei the Argentine peso, crude oil, the S&P 500 financials a uh, quick look here, and it's not getting any better. The Dow's uh, yeah, doing a little better. It was down over 200 points, down 150 points uh, right now. NASDAQ's down 31. The S&P is down 15. Uh, crude oil's off the lows of the day, uh, down 40-some-odd cents, $31.40. Uh, gold's up $24, $1,247. Silver, it's up seventeen cents, fifteen dollars forty-five cents. Today's special: a twenty-dollar Liberty gold piece, the eighteen sixty-six to nineteen oh seven, at fourteen hundred. We had thirty-five when we started. I don't know how many are left, and then the ten-dollar gold pieces at seven hundred eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two call and place your orders today uh, for the four customers that we had left waiting on platinum we have gotten word that they have left the Canadian mint. They haven't arrived but they're on their way finals. So uh, the probably the <laughs> – I'm not going to say never, but maybe ever that we do any type of platinum, and unless I know they're already there, uh, just very hard to get. And let's face it, we understand all the mints are backed up. All the mints are backed up. They're running 24 hours a day, seven days a week because people are starting to, to question – the wisdom of the central bankers and the prosperity via the printing press. And I think, you know, you saw Donald Trump win in Nevada again last night. That's another one. Really positive for gold. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Put some away while you can. And then we'll sit back and Watch what happens together. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back tomorrow.